This week on Let's Connect. My favorite definition of forgiveness was uh, shared to me by one of my mentors. His name was Dr. Wayne Dyer. And uh, Wayne was quoting Mark Twain, the, the writer. Uh, Mark Twain said, Forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that crushed it. Welcome to Let's Connect. My name is Keith McPherson, and I'm so glad you've decided to join me for this next episode. Let's Connect is a podcast that interviews people from all walks of life who have inspiring stories to share about who they are and who they're becoming. As a life coach and someone who's genuinely curious about connecting with people, spirituality, mindfulness, and what this world is all about, I'm here to ask powerful questions, share my insights as well, and to really connect on a deep level to help us all grow in awareness of who we really are. So sit back, relax, and let's connect. All right, today on the podcast, we're gonna be trying out a brand new format. I'm gonna be recording this for audio and video, and I'm gonna be sharing some solo inspiration and wisdom over the next little bit to uh, get you through the week ahead. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to Let's Connect. My name is Keith McPherson, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join me here for the episode today. I believe that everything is happening perfectly on time. In uh, ancient Hawaii, there was a, a phrase, ika ponomea, ika ponomea. And if you're a regular listener on the podcast, you may have heard me share this before. But ika ponomea means everything is happening perfectly on time. In ancient Hawaii, that was a greeting. People would say, Ikaponomea, and it would mean that our meeting here is perfectly on time. And I, I really do believe in, in the power of that. There are no coincidences in the sense that in the present moment, when we're really aware in the present moment, everything really is happening perfectly on time. Now, you might be rolling your eyes going, well, it's not all perfectly on time. Let me tell you. I mean, you should just hear the week I've had or, you know, I'm going through a really tough time right now in a, a breakup in a relationship or financially I'm struggling. That doesn't feel so perfectly on time. But if you actually step back as objectively as you can and take a bird's eye view of what's really going on, have you ever noticed that in those moments in your life when you were the challenge the most, when you were struggling the most, those moments actually had so much wisdom to teach you, and if it hadn't happened that way, you may not have learned the lesson that you needed to learn. Does that make sense? I'm just thinking back about you know relationships that have gone bad in, in my life. I, I spoke about that a few weeks ago. You know, a couple of the the women in my life that that cheated on me, and I kept taking them back over and over again until finally I put my foot down and said, "No, this is not the pattern I want in my life." Um, don't call me. We're not dating anymore. And at the time, it did not feel ikaponomea, like everything's on time. But when I look back now. And with some perspective, I realized that, in fact, uh, the, the cheating girl that showed up in my life at the time had so much to teach me. She actually unconsciously was playing the role of cheater so that I would learn what it means to put my foot down and stand in my power and not get taken advantage of. And it was like a layer of growth towards realizing that I am lovable and worthy of a, a great relationship. So with that being said, welcome to the podcast and ika ponomea to you. I hope that uh, the words today land perfectly on time. 
Um, I'm just trying out this brand new format. This is uh, actually just the second time that I've shared a solo piece on the show, except for that one interview I did with Giovanna Manena. Uh, she interviewed me one time a while ago. But to be honest, I've been a little bit shy to share my story and wisdom uh, on the podcast. It's uh, quite a vulnerable thing to do. I'd much rather prefer asking questions because I'm a, I'm a life coach and uh, I do love interviewing people. But I also feel like if I was coaching myself right now, I'd say, Keith, you've got to get out of your comfort zone. So what you're experiencing here right now, if you're watching this on my YouTube channel or you're listening here uh, on some audio format, um, this is out of my comfort zone, being a host of the show and sharing vulnerably what's here on my mind without too many notes. I've got a few notes in front of me, but... um, with that all being said, uh, let's dive into the, the podcast today. I wanted to uh, talk about the word forgiveness, <laughs> speaking about vulnerability. Uh, I think forgiveness is also a really important piece of being vulnerable. Um, my favorite definition of forgiveness was uh, shared to me by one of my mentors. His name was Dr. Wayne Dyer. And uh, Wayne was quoting Mark Twain, the, the writer, Uh, Mark Twain said, forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that crushed it. Isn't that beautiful? I'm going to say it again. Forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that crushed it. I just, that totally landed when I first heard it. I'm so compelled to almost tears when I think about the idea that even in getting crushed, we can still move into a place of love. Now, why, why did I choose forgiveness as the theme this week? Um, I send out a daily intention every morning. Some of you listening or watching may actually be subscribers to the daily intention that I send out. If you're not familiar, this is just a positive sentence or quote that comes out every morning in your inbox or on social media, and um, it comes through the morning pages that I write every day. I I believe that uh, spirit channels through us, and when we start listening, uh, we start getting wisdom, and it's to be shared. It's to be expressed here in this planet, on this planet. So I I send out these intentions every morning, and um, a few weeks ago, the intention that I had written that had come through, it said, I forgive all that needs forgiving. I open myself to deep cleansing and I align with the spirit of unconditional love. And uh, I sent that message out and I got a response from uh, one of the subscribers, Sarah, and she wrote back, tough one today. Can you find peace without forgiveness? And uh, it opened up a whole Pandora's box for me. It really made me be with um, the word forgiveness, the practice of forgiveness, and to really, it's such a great question, Sarah, like, how can you find peace without forgiveness? Is it possible to be at peace within yourself and hold on to some sort of resentment or not forgive? And, um, you know, the first thing that came to me when I was being with that was, uh, again, back to Hawaii, uh, the practice of ho'oponopono. Now, some of you might be wondering, like, why do I keep referencing Hawaii? <laughs> Hawaii, for me, is um, one of the most powerful ancient uh, wisdom cultures. Uh, I think uh, all the ancient cultures have wisdom to share. For me, this has been, I I should say, the most powerful and resonant for me. I uh, have been studying with a Hawaiian healer for 
a large part of my life. Over the last 20 years, we've been working together and I've been learning through a system of um, what's called Hunakani. And Huna is all about um, aligning the mind, the body, the spirit, and um, really embodying the highest level of inner knowing our, our highest self. It's, it's really quite a profound practice and hard to sum up in just a couple sentences. But um, anyways, that's why I keep referencing Hawaii and their, their beautiful system of healing and their ancient knowledge is because I've been studying and learning a lot of their practices over uh, my half of my life anyways. And uh, so Ho'oponopono, from what I understand, is um, to make right more right. Ho'o is to make. Uh, pono is, uh, if you interpret that in English, right. So pono pono, right, more right. Um, to be transparent, to live from a place of effectiveness is the measure of truth. This is really what pono means. And so uh, in the context of forgiveness, ho'oponopono pono would suggest that we are always working towards aligning to the unconditional love that we are. In Hawaii, they call it aloha, right? Aloha spirit, loving spirit. And aloha is not just exclusive to the islands of Hawaii. Aloha is like a worldly practice. We are all born uh, from a place of unconditional love. And when we arrive here on the planet, we are love. We're these lovely little beings, you know, that are just full of joy and happiness. And, and if you look at a, a little baby when they're first born, I mean, you look into their eyes, it's just, you can see the innocence, the oneness, the spirit, the aloha. And that's who you are underneath all of the stories you've told yourself, all the limiting beliefs, all the self-doubt, all the second-guessing and questioning. You are aloha. You are love. So ho'oponopono is all about making right more right, realigning to the space of aloha spirit. So when I, I think of it in the context of Sarah's question, can you find peace without forgiveness? I personally think it's really challenging to be fully at peace and in the spirit of true aloha if you're holding on to resentment. Um, I've heard it said that we forgive um, not specifically just to let somebody off the hook. We actually forgive somebody uh, so that we can be free. Um, when we forgive somebody, we're no longer holding on to the resentment anymore. We're actually in the space of being free and releasing that. And by forgiving somebody, uh, even if they don't apologize, by forgiving them, you are consciously making the choice, I am letting this go. Now, I don't want to downplay forgiveness. This is a this is a really challenging practice, and there's layers to forgiveness. And um, so just, just realize here what I'm saying is that part of our life journey is to really work towards being in aloha and connecting to aloha, but that's not to say that you're not going to get hurt and you're not going to have moments of resentment. But when you start noticing yourself going into those places where you're holding anger or you're you're really frustrated with somebody, um, that person might not even know anymore that they harmed you. It's actually affecting you more than them, you know? It becomes actually your burden to carry. So by forgiving, by releasing, you actually do come into full um, peace and you do come into this space of aloha. So that's... Uh, really the perspective, at least from the ho'oponopono, a condensed version of their perspective, um, practice of, of forgiveness. Um, now, it's interesting. I, I find speaking of ikoponomea earlier, everything's connected. It's so interesting because um, just a few weeks ago, 
I was in a situation that caused me um, a lot of pain, actually, and uh, I found myself having to really move into the spirit and practice of forgiveness so that I wasn't holding on to resentment. Um, I'm going to share this story, but I don't want to name any names. I uh, I was at a wedding, and uh, it was a family wedding, and uh, we were sitting around uh, at the reception, and I, I actually, on my iPhone, had just learned how to use the iPhone to take pictures with the portrait setting. I don't know if you've ever tried that. It's pretty amazing. Like portrait setting on the iPhone. Check it out. It's incredible. You, uh, it, it blurs the background of the picture and it just gives this beautiful effect. So I had been taking pictures of all of my family and my cousins. And um, I showed one of my cousins a picture of her kid. I said, look at this is a, such a beautiful picture. And she said, oh, can you text that to me right away? I'd just love to have a copy of it. So I uh, went and sat down and went to text my cousin the picture of her, her kid. And uh, as I was doing that, I felt these hands on my shoulder from behind. And all of a sudden, I thought it was like somebody just teasing me or <laughs> joking around. I, I heard this voice, um, which was actually a, a relative of mine. And he came in close and he said, shame on you. How dare you be texting and doing business while you're here at a family event? There's people you should be visiting with. How dare you be working right now? Shame on you. And in that moment, to actually feel the effects of being shamed like that, like I was just frozen. And all of a sudden, I felt this rush of blood gush up to my head, and I just turned bright red, and I turned around, and I just was speechless. I didn't know what to say. I was a mix of feeling hurt and feeling guilty and feeling wrong and feeling accused, and I think most notably feeling really shamed, like there was something inherently wrong with me. And uh, I turned around and <laughs> the crazy thing is I just, I gave him a fist bump and uh, he, he walked away and said, ah, oh, I guess that's just the way things are these days. Um, as I share this story, I still feel remnants of my frustration and hurt from what happened. But I'm sharing this story because in the moment um, after it happened and I came out of my frozen spell, I had so many different things going on at once. I felt all these emotions of anger, fear, um, resentment, uh, wanting to take revenge. There was that came up right away. And in the past, I probably would have um, shot back with some flippant comment or made it known of that I was, you know, wronged in this way. But um, my instinct kicked in and my connection kicked in and it said, take a deep breath. So that's exactly what I did. I took a deep ha breath. And uh, as I took that breath, I just, I felt everything settle and I'm not downplaying the anger. I, I realized I was so angry and I, I checked in my, in my body where I was feeling it. It was right down in my gut, the pit of my stomach. And I took a few deep breaths at, at my gut level and I just, I said, whatever this is about, don't take this personally. Whatever this is about, I release and I let go. And as that started happening, I was inclined to actually go to a place of love. It dawned on me that my relative who had come and, you know, shamed me in that moment, it was actually more about him than it was about me. It was like his anger and his um, frustration that probably was pent up or built up and it was it was being taken out on me without any context of knowing I was simply sending a picture to my cousin who asked me to send a picture. 
Um, it was a misinterpretation. And so I, uh, I took a few more breaths and I sent love. I sent love on the breath. Every time I took a breath out, I just imagined him being filled up and showered with love. And um, some of you might be rolling your eyes going, well, that just sounds too good to be true. And, you know, you sound like Pollyanna. But here's the thing. I, I've learned as I've been going through life that if I'm holding resentment for too long, it actually is very harmful to me. It's not harmful to the person that harmed me. It's harmful to me. Like I start feeling the physical effects. You know, I believe that cancers and dis-ease on an emotional level, like the cause on an emotional level is from pent-up hurt and anger and limiting beliefs. And, you know, when you think about it, we hold so much in our body and in our consciousness. So to actually practice the art of forgiving, whatever this is about, I forgive it. You know, just that statement, whatever this is about, I forgive it, can be so freeing. So when I come back to this question of can you find peace without forgiveness, it is a tough practice, Sarah, absolutely. And I'd say that um, the best thing you can do in the moments when you're feeling that anger or that resentment is to breathe and to center yourself and to remember that underneath all of these stories is aloha, it's love. It's actually love. That's who we are. And um, I hope that gives you some some peace just knowing that this practice is for your own healing more so than anything else. Um, I'm not making it right what, you know, my relative did to me, um, but I am, you know, it was wrong. It was a wrong, but I forgive him. I, I release it. I let go and I wish him the best. I wish him healing as well. And um when we do that, it just it feels so much lighter in the, in the in the body, in the mind, in the spirit. It's like you clear the slate. So, just maybe do a little reflection and notice, like where are you holding on to resentment or anger? Who do you need to forgive? I know right now, um, I need to forgive myself for being so hard on myself. You know, doing these podcasts and uh, every second word that when I say uh or when I you know overthink things in my head my saboteur mind comes up, that inner critic comes up in my mind and it starts second guessing everything I'm saying and doing. I need to forgive myself for being so hard on myself and be in this state of just trusting the flow, going to a good place. So remember, this is a practice. This isn't about perfection and it's uh, it's all about forgiveness today. Um, there's a, a phrase or a, a few statements you can say when you're working towards um, forgiving or asking for forgiveness. Um, please forgive me. I'm sorry. I love you. Thank you. You know, just to be with that. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I love you. Thank you. Just to be with the, those four little words or phrases can do so much healing when you really sit with what it means. Okay, so next week on the podcast, just to uh, move us into the next episode coming up, I, I'm going to have Kat Tremarco here on the podcast. We're going to be doing an interview. Kat is an evolutionary thought leader, spiritual quantum teacher, and life coach. Um, she's a published author and speaker, and she loves to speak about spirituality. And our topic this month seems to be around vulnerability <laughs> in all its different forms. So, um, definitely tune in and remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. I know that Kat is going to have a lot of wisdom to share. She came highly recommended by um, 
a friend of mine, Jess uh, Hendrick, who's been on the show. I speak about her a lot. She's an amazing relationship coach. So if uh, this is of interest to you, tune in to the next episode to hear me uh, in conversation with Kat Tremarco. And if you have questions or comments or you um, want some help with something going on in your life, maybe you even have questions for Kat, who's this evolutionary thought leader, uh, you can always leave me a voice memo or a voice message uh, on the podcast page. Uh, at Anchor FM or on my website, or feel free to email me through my website, keithmcpherson.ca. And uh, I just want to thank you all for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Remember that forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that crushed it. Mark Twain, right? This is all about aloha, love. And so I wish you a week of love ahead. Remember to be kind to yourself. And until next time, everyone. I'll see you on the next episode of Let's Connect. All right, well, that concludes another episode of Let's Connect, and I hope that it's inspired you as much as it has me. Thank you so much for tuning in, and remember to subscribe to both the YouTube channel and the podcast channel, and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Let's Connect. Let's Connect.